Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, juicy, fabulous, magical, amazing world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and oh my goodness, it is, for this moment uh, in time, it is Friday, December the 23rd. It is just a little bit cray-cray in a lot of people's worlds, and for a lot of people it's crazy in a good way, and how does it get even better than that? Um, so <laughs> if you're listening in the future, um, I, I am wishing and hoping and uh, extending my um my my blessings to you for hoping that you have ha are having and have had a fantastic holiday season, whatever holiday you are celebrating. And um, interestingly enough, we're going to be talking about something that just might touch into that a bit today. Um, but if it's your first time listening to the show, first time catching one of the replays, thank you for coming by. Thank you for participating in the conversation, and thank you for being contribution to the conversation. Um, if you are able to join us live and you're listening on today, Friday, December the 23rd, <laughs> I would love to see you in the chat room. If you have not already gotten yourself there, you just look for the red bar near the top of the screen on any of the pages on a2zen.fm. Look at the, for the word chat room, click on that, give yourself a name. It could be yours or anyone else's and come right on in and play with us backstage. Woo! Um, I'm always fascinated and entertained by the conversations we have in the chat room. Sometimes they have things to do directly with the conversation on the show and sometimes they don't seem to have anything to do with the conversation on the show. And in all cases, they're these beautiful contributions to the conversations we have. And that is one of my favorite features about this station is that we get to have a way to play with people live during the show. And uh, you can also ask your questions that way. You can also call in live and bring your questions to the show live on air. And if you just look for the numbers at the top of the screen, there's a number for the U.S., there's a number for Canada, and there is a Skype option if neither of those work for you, if the, the phone numbers that is. So... There's lots of ways for you to play. There's lots of ways for you to send your question in. Um, and if you're listening to this as a replay and something occurs, you can just email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. And um, yes, that's a little different from living well. And that is uh, in part my business is changing names and we are becoming living beyond linear. We've been playing with living well for two years. How cool is that? Two years as of this month. <laughs> um, and it's been an awesome journey. And Living Well has been uh, a way to play with all kinds of topics related to the willingness to embody abundant living. And I have had a blast playing with this show. And um, coming soon, I will actually, there are some changes coming up. So stay tuned. And in the meantime, you can actually come play with me on Facebook. There is a Living Well page. There is also a page for Living Beyond Linear. So if you just Type in either of those. You'll find us on Facebook. You can play that way too. 
And uh, in the new year, we will have some some things that will be a great way to keep in touch and find out about um, the different events and offerings that we have, that I have, <laughs> and will be having, um, and ways to play with me. And so uh, how does it get even funner than that? Ta-da! So, wow, today, um, this topic, I'm going to just do my little disclaimer. This topic might push a few buttons, and um, I actually have fun doing that, so... <laughs> Um, I love to do uh, the things that sometimes, you know, are the the least comfortable things to do, um, and that is kind of what I'm about in in some ways. Um, the work that I do as an intuitive medium, body worker, and facilitator um, is not conventional. Is not something that is defined within the normal parameters of the way things are done here on this <laughs> planet, and yet. So much of how we live and what we do and the way we work and the way we create and how life shows up is absolutely beyond explainable, and that's where I come in, <laughs> So, and that's the place I like to play. Um, so one of the things I've been kind of looking at throughout this this last few months, um, my adventure in, in my life has been really um, largely about moving, so getting all of my things packed and, well, organized and purged and then packed and then going to a new place and all of the things that that entails. And for me, that has been a really huge thing. I know uh, for some people, moving and, and relocating is not as big of a deal. It's just sort of a little hiccup. And for me, it's like it's really a life-changing thing, <laughs> even if I move down the block. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, and I did, uh, in the last few shows, in the last few weeks, I have done some shows. I have shared some things about that. Um, and I, one of them two weeks ago was called Home for Christmas. Um, so if you want to hear more about my adventures in moving, you can actually tune into some of those episodes. And today, where we're going is a, li- a little bit of a, a, a tangent of that. Um, the topic, are you, are your beliefs deceiving you? Um, really started to wave at me a couple of weeks ago. And I'm always fascinated at this time of the year in the first place just with watching what goes on, um, the the things that we can create, <laughs> the, the inventions that there are that are um, perpetuated <laughs> and continued year after year after year. Um, and just watching people's investments in the holidays and the way the holidays are supposed to go, and I say that as I do air quotes, um, the things we should do, the reason we should do it, the reasons for this season, um, it, it is fascinating to me. So I'm curious. You know, we have this word, these, this phrase, limiting beliefs, and it is a very popular term in the coaching and the healing arena. You might have heard that <laughs> a few hundred thousand times. So what about all of our other beliefs? Are they really doing us any favors? And the question is, are there any beliefs we can have that don't create a limitation for ourselves in some way? (laughs) So do our beliefs actually deceive us? And another way I could ask that question is, are we actually deceiving ourselves with our beliefs? And the question that kind of popped as I was putting the the graphic together this week um, was what ooh, what lies beneath all of the beliefs we have been choosing. 
So that's kind of where I'd like to jump in. Um, so what is it, you know, and there's all kinds of songs, there's all kinds of phrases, seeing is believing, uh, if you just believe. And and here's another disclaimer. So, like, just in case everybody, you know, if you're having some, some stuff come up, well, that is actually kind of awesome. Let's look at that if you want to. And <laughs> um, this is not about telling you to not have a life that works for you. This is actually about really what I'd like to do today is is discover places where our beliefs are actually keeping us from what it is we truly desire. And I have been in on some kick-ass conversations in the last few weeks. Um, another collaboration that I'm getting to play on and just it lights me up and it is a delight and it's such a gift and contribution to me is a collaborative event or collaborative venture that I get to do with one of my sister goddesses, Rhonda Burns. You might know her from Potency is My Game radio show that airs on Wednesdays here on A2N. And we play every Tuesday and we've been doing this now for uh, about 30 weeks. So like, what is that? 30? That's like, oh my goodness, that's like six months, guys. Wow, how cool is that? So we have almost 30 shows in our archives and we've had these amazing conversations. And these last few weeks, we've had conversations around the things like making your grown-up Christmas list, um, things about that, that really pertain to looking at what you truly desire. And part of where we have these conversations, well, what these conversations, the, the name of our show on Tuesdays is Sexually Speaking, if, if I didn't mention that. And we are having unconventional conversations to unfuck your life. And in these particular conversations, we are celebrating all things sex and the sex of everything. So we're bringing um, our awareness and, and we know and we're to the table. And we're also inviting all of you to really uncover and and acknowledge what it is you know about the energies of sex and all the more that that can be beyond what is taught and represented and expressed typically here in this conventional sort of reality that we are in. And the conversations have just, oh my gosh, they've just created so much joy for me um, and so much wow for me. Uh, And Oh, and then I also get to play on a collaborative venture with another one of our hosts here, <laughs> Mr. Alan Jones, and he is on uh, the Ground of Possibilities with Tammy Yonkert, which airs on Mondays. Um, <laughs> so it's funny, I have every day of the week covered, every day every day we air shows covered, that's funny. Um, uh, and, th- and we do a venture called Choosing Beyond Beyond, and that is also on Facebook. You can just go to Choosing Beyond Beyond, and um, you can learn more about that. And we have... Um, Conversations not every week. We we do not really that venture is not necessarily a regular schedule of conversations. It's kind of like whatever comes up that we're ready to play with and we just put the conversation out there and we invite you to come and play with us. <clears throat> and we had a conversation uh to kick off a series that we're doing uh or an adventure that we're doing called Bringing Your Christmas List to Life. And the conversation call in the call that kicked that off was also about um a list and really looking at and being willing to ask for what you desire. And part of what I notice throughout all of these conversations about lists and holidays and really being willing to ask for what we truly desire. And sidebar guys, if you didn't listen to the shows on A to Zen this week, you really might want to check them out. There have been some kick-ass shows 
all about <laughs> getting to be more willing to ask for what you desire, to actually have your awareness of what you desire and to be willing to ask for it. And this adventure that I have been on personally has been massively expansive with regard to me stretching my ask and receive muscles. Big, 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 big time. So um, so that was my sidebar. So you definitely check out the archives if you would like to have some some fabulous um, inspirational <laughs> shows and conversations. Um, and really, there are limitless numbers of conversations on by the hosts on these stations. We have amazing people. So any of them that you might land on could absolutely be a contribution to you. Um, so that was my sidebar. So, uh, so really what I'm noticing amongst all of these conversations about having a list, it being the holiday season and all of the stuff that that really brings up for a lot of us and all of the stuff we're aware that that's bringing up for so many other people. Um, and in the midst of all of this, the whole being aware of what it is we truly desire, what really works for us. Um, what I'm noticing is that there are so many interesting points of view flying rampantly around <laughs> in the holiday season. And so this topic, when it kind of waved at me, I was like, oh, wow. And I've always been fascinated with, uh, I guess you could call it psychology and, you know, human communication and um, the the capacity we have to construct our realities the way we do. Um, so I wanted to play with beliefs. So let's play with beliefs. And um, if you are really vested in something and you do not have any flexibility and you do not want to have any flexibility in with the, the topic of beliefs, that is so absolutely fantastically fine. And um, you may not want to you may not have something that really taps on your shoulder from this conversation. If, however, you are curious, what is this thing with beliefs and what is it that you are believing that might actually be creating something contrary to what it is you truly desire, then that's where I'm wanting to dive in. Um, so I was one of the kids that uh, went around to a whole lot of different churches um, throughout my childhood. I was fascinated by what I saw people choosing to play with. And growing up as an intuitive, as a sort of acutely sensitive, uh, what some people might term as acutely sensitive or hypersensitive, uh, an empath, um, you know, all of those names that we give for basically people who are just super duper freaking aware. <laughs> And when we're kids and we don't quite have the vocabulary to have the conversations to express our awareness or to be able to say, um, you know, get out of my my universe, <laughs> basically, um, it can be it can be challenging. It can be a little bit confusing. Well, it can be a lot confusing. And the there's the, a sort of a juxtaposition between what we're noticing, what we're perceiving, what we're hearing in many cases, what we're seeing. Uh, for a lot of us, <clears throat> all of those clairvoyant, clairsentient, claircognizant kids out there and people out there, um, and what other people are saying to us. So it creates a bit of confusion, right? Or it can. And so I was always fascinated watching this. You know, I, I was watching, I for a time I attended a, a church that um, it was, the thing was, you know, to to get 
caught up in the Spirit and be visited by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. And uh, that was a very interesting and quite entertaining <laughs> set of <laughs> visitations to church. Um, and then I've, for a time I visited uh, the Catholic Church, uh, not the Catholic Church, but a Catholic Church. Um, ironically, my mother <clears throat> has worked in a Catholic Church for <laughs> something like 30-something years, and she's not Catholic. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> That's just a little side note. Um, I went. I was raised. My first church that I was kind of brought into was the Lutheran Church, and so that was, you know, a fascinating study of, of Lutheran doctrine and Lutheran beliefs. And I never became a real scholar, and I never had any desire to be a real scholar in the in the biblical anything. What was interesting to me was I would listen to the lessons, and I would notice some things. In the quotes, in the in the lessons that were being presented, and then I would notice all of the things that then occurred or were said that kind of took what I was perceiving as the essence of those lessons into a really different direction than I would have gone with them. And oftentimes, as many of us might have also experienced, as many of you might have also experienced, those quotes and those those sayings um, were actually being used for a very specific purpose of manipulation for us to think the way the the leader of the church was thinking, to think in a way that we were told we were supposed to think based on how they were interpreting these quotes, these parables, and sharing these stories. So that was fascinating to me because going to different churches uh, it was it was really obvious to me very early in life, you know, well, there's more than one way to do this, right? Um, and in every case, there was such an investment. Everywhere I went, the people in those particular organizations were incredibly invested that their way, that their beliefs were the right beliefs. And their way of interpreting the stories and the parables and the lessons was the right way of interpreting the stories and the parables and the lessons. And the intriguing part to me was also that so really in 100% of the cases, there was a vested interest in maintaining a degree of wrongness in order to present this information as the way we were supposed to be, but for some reason, which of course they never really wanted to talk about, other than to say we were born as sinners, for some reason we could never attain. Okay, We could never attain that or achieve that right way because we were born wrong. Okay, So that right there just like completely intrigued me. And, and I was like, who makes this stuff up as a child? I mean, even as like a four-year-old and eight years old and 12 years old, I was like, so whose version of life is this? Because it was very clear to me that this wasn't something that organically occurred. And And what was fascinating too is I would watch people create these really amazing trauma and drama series of their lives based on what they believed and it it just it was sort of like franken living 
you know, they took bits and pieces of these beliefs and these quotes and these supposed tos and shoulds and have tos and can never dos, and they created something that in most cases was not fun for them, or at least that's what they said was not fun for them, and yet that's what they were perpetuating. And that's what they kept choosing week after week after week, year after year after year. And of course, for me, I quickly got to the point that I was like, okay, I've played with this and now I'm really done with it. Because <laughs> it's like, where is the point that we go beyond this belief? Where is the point that we go into more of the joy? Where is the joy? Because I wasn't finding joy outside of a certain set of parameters that was allowed, right? So, Hence my, my intrigue with this whole belief thing. And interestingly, um, of course, as life is bound to show us, <laughs> as I have moved through my life, um, I have discovered some beliefs that I've had that have not necessarily worked in my favor. So we have this term called limiting beliefs. And what I would also like to play with is, is there any part about belief that is not limiting? And is limiting belief, it's, it's a great marketing term. It's also a term that I like roll my eyes when I hear it because I'm like, oi, you know. So what do, what do I know about beliefs and what do we know about beliefs that perhaps in this next segment we could begin to uncover and, and acknowledge some of our awareness. And uh, I just wonder, you know, are any of us maybe the creators of some of the confusion uh, with this whole belief thing? And would we be ready to give some of that or maybe even all of that up today and have a little more freedom? Hmm, I wonder. So <laughs> I'm going to just let us sit in this little stew for a moment <laughs> while we take our first break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark. We're having fun with beliefs today. Are your beliefs deceiving you? Uh, ponder that and we'll be back in just a few moments. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com 
How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, in the U.K. at 033-0001-0625, by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm still Keisha Clark. I'm still your host. You're stuck with me. Ha <laughs> kidding. Not kidding. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I just love to say goofy things sometimes. Um, so we're talking today about are your beliefs deceiving you? And another way that I like to play with that question is are we deceiving ourselves with what we're choosing to believe? So what is a belief? Let's just start with a sort of simple thing. What is a belief? What is this thing we call believing? And what is a belief? And are they required? Do you have to believe? Isn't that interesting? What do you get? What is your awareness? What is a belief? And are you required to have one or 100 million? Isn't that intriguing? Yeah. I love to play with um the sort of mind twist games <laughs> and i and i and i love Rhonda has contributed something in the chat she says abraham says a belief is just a thought you think over and over again pretty much right and so is a belief something that is organic to us or is it something that we learn hmm and if you're willing to go here friends we can uncover some really cool stuff. So if we suspended our beliefs about beliefs and the rightness and the wrongness and what we are supposed to believe, and if we suspended everything that we've learned or adopted or adapted for the duration of this conversation, I wonder what you are truly aware of. What are we truly aware of? So is a belief something that is organic to us or is it something we learn? So I will give you what my interesting observational <laughs> experience has been and my own life experience has been, and Lily is here to chime in. Um, as I have played with the work I do and, and I work with bodies hands-on and remotely, energy work with bodies, I also work with people um, having conversations about um, the things that are not really comfortable to have conversations about in most cases, um, things pertaining to, you know, all of the places we stop ourselves and all of the um, really strange recipes of emotions that we put together um, to reinforce the way we think, in many cases, not very kindly about ourselves. <clears throat> and... What I have noticed is that a belief is actually not fluid. A belief is actually something that becomes fixed and is like the nature of it 
is that it is fixed. So once you create a belief, it's something that is like a, a, a an item on a shelf. It sort of has to be maintained. It has to be dusted around. It has to be kept. So how do we, you know, the the nature of how we choose to keep our beliefs is is a fascinating thing to me too. And and I'm aware <laughs> that we're getting into some some very gray area here, and I'm really okay with that if you are. So if you'll just go with me here. Um, I'm going to put, put forth the, the premise that a belief is not something that is organic to us. A belief is something that we construct. And at the simplest level, um, if you watch children playing, they're approaching their life pretty much from curiosity, at least for those first few years, <laughs> and depending on the adults in their universe. They're approaching things from curiosity, from question primarily. How does this work? What does this feel like? What does this taste like? Huh, is this hard? Is this soft? Oh, I bounce when I land on this. Oh, I don't bounce when I land on this. Oh, this hurts my hand if I hit this this way. Oh, this is hot. Oh, this is cold. It's it's curiosity. We're finding out things about this three-dimensional world. We're finding out things about our body. We're learning how to navigate, how to function, how to occupy this vessel of our body and how to relate to our environment. And I don't see anywhere in there that we organically, and I don't recall for myself, that that I organically had a belief. What I am aware of is that as soon as we begin to adopt beliefs, we begin to exchange beliefs for questions. So we begin to ask less questions and we begin to depend more on beliefs and the funny thing about that is, and the tricky thing about that is, the more we are looking to confirm a belief, the less we are likely to be in question. And the less likely we are to actually discover what is true for us, to discover what else is possible for us. And this is where I see the limitation of beliefs is as incredibly loud and really apparent to me. Now, I'm aware that a belief is a choice. Are you? Are you aware that belief is a choice? So is belief a choice to you? Has belief been a choice to you? So what are some of the things you believe? <laughs> what are some of the things that you believe? Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Do you believe that the sun is the sun? Do you believe that the sun will come out tomorrow? Or are you... Are you aware that um, the sun is actually a large star in our <laughs> in our universe, <laughs> and you know it's going to be there unless something pretty catastrophic happens that uh, causes it not to be there anymore? Okay. Do you believe things about people? Do you believe we are a certain way? Do you believe we came from a certain um, beginning? A certain something that occurred that actually created our being here? Or are you aware of something different from what might be the popular belief? So when I look around, um, a word that I started to use, oh, probably 15 or 20 years ago, was belief structure. 
And what I noticed is that for so many of the um, cultures and the different religious choices that we have in the world, um, there was a structure that was created and that in many cases is maintained. And none of them is wrong. None of those belief structures is a bad thing. What I am fascinated by is how for eons <laughs> uh, we have we have gone through these cyclical um, perpetuation of these belief structures. And that is truly fascinating to me, um, that we are maintaining or we've done our best to maintain certain belief structures. And a structure is something, again, that is fixed. It is put in place with the, with the purpose of keeping something as it is. There's very little flexibility in many of the religious structures, in many of the belief structures that I have observed. And again, that's not, I don't make them wrong for that. It's a fascinating um, thing to look at, actually. And I wonder how many of us are aware of what we are choosing when we function from the investment in our beliefs and in some cases, our investment in those belief structures. Are we really choosing awareness when we're having our investment in the belief structure? Or are we choosing to forego our awareness? And where this kind of, really where this pops for me is in working with the people that I've gotten to work with and the bodies that I've gotten to work with, what I see and what I work with is what those beliefs create, what the investment in those beliefs actually creates. And it's fascinating that we actually know this. This is not something that is uh, incredibly foreign to, to, to many of us. And it's spoken about more commonplace today than it was you know, hundreds of years ago. Um, but we look at, uh, there's even, you know, you can talk about somatic psychology and, and somatic work, um, which is that body-mind connection, dealing with that body-mind connection. Um, then you bring in all of the other, you know, energy work titles and topics, um, <clears throat> which there are many. And they're all about how do we um, support the body? How do we facilitate a body to let go of what has been created by the choices that have been made by that person, by the what that person has brought from an energetic realm into, with their thoughts, into, and their beliefs, <laughs> into the physical world. And typically where it shows up primarily is in our bodies. So when you first began to adhere to certain beliefs, do you have a memory of that? For a lot of us, it's when we're little, right? And a lot of us adopt the belief structures of our parents because that is the process. That is part of the the protocol that we go through, right? Now, for, if you were a kid like me, <laughs> um, you're your parents <laughs> might have been pulling their hair out <laughs> because you were listening to what was being said and you were still relentlessly asking questions <laughs> because 
it didn't match what you were aware of. And rather than simply adopting what was being said to you and taking it on, you were curious and you were, you know, if you were like me, we were out to find the information because ding dang it, we were not going to rest until we had some more answers. And the answers that we were being given didn't line up with what we were aware of, right? And for some of us, we might have been punished for that. And if you were one of the kids, that was punished for asking the question and daring to challenge the predominant belief that was being perpetuated. Wow. Would you be willing to open up a little bit? Would you be willing to acknowledge beyond whatever pain got created around that choice, whatever intensity was a part of the regimen around that uh, experience for you? And would you be willing to acknowledge now what it is that you were aware of then? And would you allow your awareness to contribute to you now? So for all of us who at the age of two and five and seven and nine and ten and a half, <laughs> we're so incredibly aware we saw things that other people didn't talk about seeing. We heard things that other people didn't talk about hearing. We knew things that other people would not talk about knowing. And in fact, in many cases, we were told we couldn't see, hear, or know those things, that we were making it up. And would you be willing to acknowledge that about you? And everywhere you created a, a wall. Everywhere you created an encasement of your awareness, would you be willing to let that dissolve now? Would you be willing to actually play with your curiosity and let that spark be reignited? If for any of you that spark went out, if it was extinguished, or if you allowed it to be extinguished, or if you thought you did, would you be willing to ask the question, truth, is that spark still here? Is that spark alive? Does that spark actually burn bright right now? That spark of what you know, beyond everything that is about believing what is supposed to be true and real, would you be willing to tap into what you know for you? And this is what we come to for for most of these conversations, in most of these conversations about beliefs. Is it about something you believe or is it about what you know? Are you willing to let it be about what you know? So do you believe something about a certain type of person? Do you believe something about a certain culture of people? Do you believe something about a certain uh, religious sect of people or people of a certain religious sect? Do you believe something about a certain um, geographical location and the people who choose to live there? Do you believe something about a certain tax bracket of people? Do you believe something about a certain organization or different organizations? Do you believe that there is wrongness that has to be righted? Do you believe that we all came from 
a certain story? Is your belief in the story actually keeping you locked out of what you know? So everywhere that you have allowed your beliefs to be firmly planted and fixed in your world and in your body, all of the ones that you're willing to give up, all of the ones that you are willing to let go of, will you choose that now? Will you actually ask yourself the question, what do I know beyond everything I have chosen to believe? What do I know? And I wonder what will begin to pop. (laughs) And yes, this is a 55-minute conversation. So we might not change the whole of it today. And uh, we just might. Who knows? It doesn't have to be difficult, does it? It doesn't have to take forever, does it? Because it's really, it's a belief. And what if we could change beliefs? What if we could let go of our beliefs as quickly as we chose to take them on? And everywhere we have created um, difficulties, challenges, um, intensities with our in our bodies from the fact that we were working really hard to maintain our investment in those beliefs. What if that could actually change with ease as well? I have to say, this conversation went in a, in a totally different direction than I thought it would. And I'm so amazed at how that always happens. And it's always amazing <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, And I love that about my show. <laughs> so um, let's just kind of be in this question for a few minutes, if you will. Beyond all of what you have chosen to believe, what is it that you actually know? If you're willing to play with that, I invite you to do so while we take our next break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I wonder how many beliefs can simply fall away for you over this break. We'll be back in a few. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth, and to creating greater in your life. And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body, and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? 
What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> welcome back, welcome forward, welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I'm curious, have we pushed some of your buttons yet? If not, we can certainly do that now. <laughs> um, and if we have, have you been willing to allow those energies to shift for you, or are you resisting the notion of letting go of some of your beliefs? or perhaps even all of your beliefs. So who would you be without your beliefs? How many beliefs are you using to define you? <laughs> How many beliefs have you adopted and adapted to make yourself fit into your family, into the society you chose to come into, into the culture you were born into? How many beliefs are you using to create the facade of your life? Hmm. Wow, there's a bit of an intensity there. And if you had no beliefs, if you were to let go of all of your beliefs, who would you be? And what could you know? Whew. And everything that's bringing up, would you be willing to choose beyond the fixed points that allow that to stay in place for you and actually have more of the freedom of who you and what you truly are? So who are we without our beliefs? Uh, what if we were nicer people? What if we were kinder? What if we were more loving? What if we were more um, adventurous without our beliefs? So we have this wonderful phrase that I love to play with. It comes from the Body of Work Access Consciousness. Big, huge thank yous to Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here and all of the amazing people who play with Access Consciousness. Um, it's called the crazy phrase, and it is, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And I love to play with that when I reach those moments of brain twist. <laughs> um, and it just, it's kind of like a, a reset button. You know, it, 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 defri it fries and scrambles, and then it sort of starts you in a, puts you in a fresh place, a fresh space as well. And um, what, I'm a, what I am aware of and what I watch play out time and time again with many different people is we have our awareness, right? We are 
amazingly aware. And you, if you've listened to any of these shows, any shows on A to Zen, you've most likely heard us ask you, how aware are you? And there's not really an answer to that question per se. It's just really to tap into, wow, we're pretty freaking aware. If we're willing to acknowledge that, I wonder what could change for us. So we have our awareness, okay? And it can be pretty intense at times. And often what we learn is this process of having our awareness and very quickly and usually unconsciously, <laughs> we go into this um, this thing where we try to interpret our awareness or we try to give it a meaning, okay? Because we're looking for a way to define it and usually we're trying to fit it into something that we believe. And what if that's backwards? What if when we have our awareness, rather than trying to go in to define it and interpret it so that we can fit it into the reality we've created, what if our awareness could be an invitation for us to challenge anything that we have tried to define our life by? What if our awareness is something that we can allow to take us beyond what we have chosen to believe into what we actually know? So there's a difference between belief and knowing. And this is a knowing that is a beyond cognitive knowing. This is the knowing that is the, the infiniteness of you, of us. So my invitation to you in this show really is, are you willing to really, you know, I could say, are you willing to challenge your beliefs? Are you willing to look at your beliefs? And it's really not about either of those things. This is really about, are you willing to let go of your beliefs? Not to affront any of your family, not to, not to you know, give the middle finger to the universe. It's actually to invite more of you, more of the universe to show up for you. So everywhere you have chosen to create a belief structure of you, for you, that is supposed to be you, what if you could let go of that? And part of what I am inviting you to is to discover where your freedom is. Now, if you believe that freedom is dangerous, you might have just shortchanged yourself right there. And if you could allow that belief to fall away, what do you know is possible if you were to allow yourself to have true freedom? Freedom of choice, freedom of expression, freedom to tap into who you truly be, to all that you are. One of my favorite things to say is, what if, what if you are the universe? What if you actually embody the essence of the spark that gives rise to all that is in the universe? What if there is no story that can adequately express that? What if it is time to let go of all of the places 
you have deceived you and all of the ways that you have deceived you, all of the ways we have deceived ourselves. And not because we wanted to be ugly, just because we weren't ready. Maybe we just weren't ready. And so who is ready now? Who is ready to move into a new way of being? Who is ready to actually express and be and have and receive and choose more of all that you are? And how many of the beliefs that you've adopted and adapted could you now be willing to let go of in order for you to be creating beyond that? So are you willing to create beyond your beliefs? Are you willing to choose beyond your beliefs? Are you willing to allow your beliefs to fall away? You can still honor where you come from. What if you could actually honor even more where you come from and who you are and those that helped you get here if you were to allow your beliefs to fall away? What if that actually empowered you to celebrate more richly, more intensely, more vastly all of that that brought you here? and all that you have to offer. And that's really what I love to play with. What is it that we have to offer? And how many of our beliefs are we using to keep ourselves from knowing that? If you're trying to motivate yourself from your beliefs, is that really the the essence of the joy of you? And what is there that is in those beliefs Where are the elements of truth that you can actually take from those beliefs and allow everything else to fall away? And the truth of you remains. And the truth of you goes on. And what is true for you can now be more possible and becomes more viable. What if that's what we do here, folks? We just play with what does this feel like? How long is this fun for me? And what are you ready to choose now? So, what lies beneath the beliefs you have been choosing and what are you ready to let go of to actually have and be more of you? We're waiting for you and we would love to see you. Have a great week, everybody. I adore you. Come play with me on Facebook and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?